The Florida Gators play football tomorrow, and we're going to talk about the game. But first, we're going to be joined by Charlotte head coach, Coach Biff Pogey, here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Friday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports Giants Country NFL 33. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply, but joining me now is going to be Charlotte head coach Biff Pogey. Joining me now for Locked On Gators is Charlotte 49ers head coach, Coach Biff Pogey. And Coach, after last week's game against Georgia State, uh, you mentioned how Trexler Ivy makes better reads than Jalen Jones, but took some critical sacks. You also said that the offense is much more dynamic with Jalen Jones, though, and I know that ideally they both play a roughly even split of the snaps. But have you decided at this point in time who's going to be your QB1 heading into this game? We actually haven't. We're going to decide after today's practice. But both of them have had really good day, uh, really good weeks of practice, uh, you know, this, this past week. And um, I think our offensive coordinator, Mike Miller, has got a good plan for each of them, what they tend to do well um, and how it fits together with the team. And, and both of those young guys have practiced, you know, really hard and, real, and, and have practiced really well. You know, what we might do is we might cut them right down the middle and put them together and play them that way. So, Are you going to pull up uh, Kansas last year when they put them both on the field at the same time? We're in a little, we're in a little you know, that That's a good idea, but uh, we haven't done any of that yet. But that's something to think about for sure. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm taking credit if you ever do. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. I love it. You, you can take credit for why I have the, the cut shirt now, yeah. and I will take credit for you running a two-quarterback play <laughs> that's there. Great. That's great. <laughs> Uh, Jalen Jones, one of the quarterbacks that we expect to see on Saturday, obviously he, he was in Gainesville for a semester during his freshman year. What's it been like to kind of prepare him for this game, just for his return back to Gainesville? Well, he, he's an older player now, you know, he's been around for a while and, you know, he's in his early twenties and if he was a younger player, I'd be very concerned about it. And look, I'm, I'm somewhat concerned about it now because, you know, you, you, he, he obviously loves Florida. I mean, he went to Florida. That's He could have gone a lot of places, and he went to Florida. Um, and he feels very fondly about Florida. You know, he's got very he, – he, he liked the guys he played with, the coaches he played for, and he, he loves the fans in Florida. So I think he's excited to go back. Uh, I don't – he's probably nervous, you know. Um and because uh, <clears throat> since he's left Florida, you know, he hasn't been on a stage like that before, uh, you know, since then. So, but I, I think he's looking forward to it in the right perspective. And, uh, you know, it, 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 
we understand what we're going into there. You know, we we're going into a. I mean, they, they, I think your your head coach is a brilliant guy. He reminds me of a a young Nick Saban, and and um, and Nick is an old dear friend of mine. And this this fellow you got coaching, Coach Napier, is just he's he's really special. And uh, and then you look at your players. I mean, holy smokes! I mean. You know, I looked at the film. I was like, "Wow, who, what, who scheduled this game?" But um, you know, I mean, and, and look, you know, you guys were an SEC team last year, and I think you got my, my opinion. I think you guys got a lot better in the portal, and your some of your young recruits are now starting to play. And I mean, this is a really, really, really loaded Florida team, and it's a really good team, and I think a team that's going to go really, really deep into college football and um and uh and then you got your fans you know your stadium and your your fans are are ravenous you know and 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 they're and and it's a it's a tough place to visit and play so you know we 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 you know it's on the schedule we got to come so we're coming <laughs> yeah um you, you can you can have a, a conversation with mike hill about that one but uh that's all him i do appreciate that you got the cigar out too you're just very on brand for this and i, and I love it um and i mean this past weekend you mentioned also that you were unhappy with some of the uh decisions made you thought that the defense was trying to be too clever at certain points in the game the offense moved away from what you want them to be where you said you want them to be downhill running gap scheme play action pass team are those things that you really can fix in in one week and trying to fix those how does that even impact your preparation for a team specific game plan i honestly i don't know if you can fix them in a week and and i'm just trying to be honest and and i and and again i mean you know Maryland was a good football team, um, but Florida, you know, when I look at this film, this is a different animal completely, and I don't know if we could do uh, the things we kind of want to do against that group. Yeah. Um, the front seven was just, I mean, where, where are you going to see that? That's, like, crazy. Um, and, and so I think, you know, running the ball against them is going to be really hard, you know, and then very athletic in the back. And then, you know, the quarterback is playing out of his mind. He's like 80% uh, completion rate, this young back, this kid, uh, Etienne. I mean, he's just so special. Um, and the offensive line's big and physical. I mean, the team is really, really good. And the kicker, kickers are good, you know. The return game is good. I mean, it's like, again, you know, I mean, it's got to be really fun to, to be a fan there and to coach them. It, it is very fun, but it's also taken years off my life um, to, to just love this team. <laughs> There's just being honest there. It, it's taken years off the life here. But uh, I think that the people watching this are going to love you more than they love me because you seem to be very high on this Florida team. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can just create a job post 
easily like that, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easier for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Of the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? I know I do. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. That's when I use it most of the time. I'm not going to lie. We order quite a bit. And my favorite time to use DoorDash, I'm just a a little bit hungover. Um, It was a great night. You know, why not celebrate in the morning with with a sub? That's what that's my that's my hangover food. I get a hero with breaded chicken cutlet and I, I mix up whatever's on it. But that's always how we do it. And that's what I do. And I love it. I love it. I, I trust DoorDash. They're always there for me. They are man. always there, no matter what. Rain, shine, snow, they're here for me. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code Locked On College at checkout. That's a limited time offer. Terms do apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal. And zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off of your first order with DoorDash. Even between your own program and this Florida Gators program, there are a lot of connections between Charlotte and Florida. Charlotte's athletic director, Mike Hill, he was at Florida from uh, from 1993 to 2018. Your defensive coordinator, Ryan Osborne, was a GA here under Dan Mullen. Wide receiver coach Mike Hartline never played for Florida, but he did play against Florida three times as a Kentucky Wildcat. Just what's that like to just have all of those parallels with this team in in your first year with Charlotte? You weren't here when they set this game up. You weren't a part of that. But then there ends up just coincidentally being all of these parallels. Well, I don't know much about the coincidental things, but I know that if I was around when the schedule was being made, that I would have been on the other side of making that I would have had a no vote on this one for sure. Yeah, it's a it, it's a tough one. You've got a young coaching staff too. Just throughout the entire coaching staff, it's young. It, this is your first season as an FBS head coach. Mike Miller, first full season as just like lone offensive coordinator here after spending time at Maryland. Ryan Osborne's your defensive coordinator, Wayne Dorsey, Mike Hartline, Greer Martin. A, a bunch of your staff is incredibly young. How has this process been for all of you to kind of grow together through this first year in Charlotte? Well, we do have a young staff, but they're very bright and they're very accomplished. They have, they're young, but they've had a lot of experience in, in some top-notch programs. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm not particularly young, uh, not particularly, I'm not young. And, um, and these young guys, I think, bring a lot of energy and a lot of great ideas. And, you know, as far as is, is this being my first head coaching job, hey, look, I was a high school coach for 37 years, so it's all new for me, too. 
yeah, you storied with St. Francis. I know you've got an HBO documentary about you. It's a, a very storied life. You even you worked in finance a while back. And how has that kind of played a part in your just coaching approach today? Because I know that with modern day college football, there, there's NIL. And just throughout history, we've seen so many athletes that have gone through, I, I want to say, financial hardships. Have you kind of taken more of an off-field approach with some of these players to make sure that they're more financially literate where we've seen that kind of go overlooked for a bit? Yeah, our players actually are taking a financial literacy course that is taught in our building. And um, it's 13 weeks. It's taught by one of our business school professors. Uh, It is outstanding curriculum. Our kids, you know, really like it. And, 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 and so we, we're trying to pair that with uh, internships in Charlotte, which has a tremendous amount of Fortune 500 and 1,000 companies here to hire our guys in the summer for, you know, kind of C-suite, corporate suite jobs for internships where they get, you know, they get paid and they get a lot of great experience. They meet a lot of people. Ultimately, what we are concerned about is you know, the next 50 years of their lives, that they find something they love more than they love football because they're going to have to do that for the rest of their lives. And that they wind up being successful and being good, uh, you know, good husbands, good fathers, uh, good sons, good members of the community. You know, we call our, um, our, our, our philosophy ethic here building men for others. And that's what we're trying to do using the platform of football to get it done. We're not always successful. Um, but we're, we try, that's what we try to do. And I know that, uh, a few weeks ago, you mentioned this after one of the games where you weren't happy with two things. One was not getting the win. The other one was the movie that you had to watch after. And now on your way to Gainesville, what's on the docket? Are you going to give Meg to another shot? Or, or no, no. <laughs> I, will, I will never watch another second of Meg Two as long as I'm upright and above the ground. But um, we are we are watching. I think the Expendables, uh, which I guess is good. It's got a bunch of old guys like me in it who are, you know, trying to save the world from disaster. So that ought to be fun. You watching the first one? The fourth one is coming out. So I think we're watching the one in the movie theater. So whatever that is. There we go. Stallone's got to be so old in that that, like, I don't know. And I hope he's not like, you know, stumbling around. But we're gonna watch that. Coach, uh, I have some bad news for you. He's old in all of them. Um, so, <laughs> so, so there's. I have I have some unfortunate news for you. But thank you so much, Coach, for taking the time to to speak with me. And I understand that your team is bad company to be around. But I appreciate you being great company and giving me your time. Sure. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is incredibly easy to use. You could bet on I mean, really, freaking anything. Spreads, player props, overs, unders. The Rams play the Bengals this Monday night. I promise you, I am right before the game starts going to go, Rams, player to catch a pass on the first drive. Puka Nakua, Tutu Adwell. 
And I'm going to do that every drive because that's what I did last week and I profited big time from doing it. So I'm going to do it again. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Guys, do you ever have trouble performing? You ever out with your partner and you just feel like, you know what? Can't get the job done right now. Does it get worse when there are lots of people around? Is it especially bad with guacamole? It is, right? I think it is. I'm talking about weak chips, the ones that can't handle a scoop of guac. Well, here at Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips, we understand the pain of trying to dip with weak tortilla chips. No one wants to go soft on the guac, right? Unlike other chips, Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips are literally built to dip. They're made the old-fashioned way by cutting actual tortillas, Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips are both sturdy and delicious. Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips are now available at Publix in sea salt, lime, and nacho flavors. Find them in the deli section with the dips. Head on over to Publix, grab a bag of Zach's Mighty, and scoop that guap like the stud you are. I'm going to once again thank Coach for taking time out of his busy day to actually just like sit and, and, and talk with me, and that was awesome of him to do. One thing that he talked about that I did really want to harp on here is just billy napier as a coach because i know coach mentioned oh like like billy napier is is, he reminds me of young nick saban he's special the way that he's built this team that's something where billy napier when he got hired pretty much immediately was like hey this is gonna be a process Like, like we're going to need to build this out we're going to need to get this group built up we're going to continue to fix this roster this program needs a bit of an overhaul he pretty much said all that he was very open about it and first year bowl eligible blown out of the bowl game but bowl eligible that exceeded what should have been realistic expectations this year so far two and one i'm not going to pretend like oh guaranteed bowl eligibility or anything like that i am going to say so far he's had this team show up in big moments They've also had games where they should have shown up and they didn't. Like last year, USF, they should have blown them out of the water and they didn't. But he's had this program turned around quicker than I think most people anticipated. And a lot of that has been through what Coach Koji mentioned, the portal and recruits playing early. Jordan Castell has played the most snaps on this defense and Jordan Castell is a true freshman safety. You can argue that that's because there's more of a rotation at the other spots. Sure. Jordan Cassell is still playing well enough as a true freshman safety for Austin Armstrong and this and this entire staff to just go, maybe we should keep him on the field a bit. That's huge. You look at what they did in the portal. You lost Osiris Torrance, top-rated guard according to Pro Football Focus last year in all of college. Replace him with Micah Mazuka the top-rated returning guard in all of college football last year, according to Pro Football Focus. You replaced the best with the best returning. Fantastic show. You lost Javon Dexter. You replaced him with Cam Jackson, and hell, Cam Jackson is playing more dominantly than we ever really saw Javon Dexter play in a Gators uniform. Again, I, I firmly believe, like, hey, Javon is a potential player. Like, like, he's someone where we know he can be great. He was probably never going to put it all together at Florida, similar to Anthony Richardson, but Cam Jackson's been playing lights out, dominated the Tennessee game. Mentioned Graham Mertz. 
Graham Mertz is completing like 75% of his passes. If you account for drops, he would be around 80%. Graham Mertz has been playing lights out. I understand, like, I'm even the type of person to go, oh, yeah, but they're short passes a lot. It's still really hard to convert at that clip, even on short passes. It is. It's not something that happens frequently. Like, Graham Mertz's overall completion percentage right now is what you see a lot of college quarterbacks with screens. That's what we're talking about. So that's one thing where Billy Napier went into the portal. And even for players where there wasn't a ton of, woohoo, we did it. They, they've played what well. Graham Mertz did not. He, he was not greeted with fanfare when he committed to Florida. Cam Jackson was greeted with, you did it at Memphis. Can you do it in the SEC? So far, he has. He's gone into the portal, and he's added players that are going to contribute early. I mean, right now, look at the cornerback room. It's Jason Marshall, who is here already. You got Jalen Kimber, who Billy Napier brought in. You've got uh, Jakeem Jackson, who Billy Napier brought in. You've got Devin Moore, who Billy Napier brought in. All these guys are players that Billy Napier brought in. Okay? This is what Billy Napier said from the jump. He's like, hey, we're going to have to make some changes. We're going to have to make some improvements. Like, we, we need to get roster turnover here. We need an influx of talent. This is a talent acquisition business. And he did it quicker than I think most people recognize. I like that Coach used Nick Saban as the, I don't want to say comparison, but as the reference point for Billy Napier. Because, of course, we all know. Napier has worked under Saban. He's worked under Dabo. Like, like he, he's worked under these... I don't like calling Dabo a great coach. He's worked under these great coaches, these great program builders. He's done that. And he's doing it now at Florida. That's one of the reasons that I think all of the, the hate after some of the things that have happened in Florida or happened in Gainesville were not warranted. Because Billy Napier has seen elite programs operate at an elite level yes bama looks like they're down this year yes clemson looks like they're down this year billy napier still saw those programs at or near their peaks that's one of the things that i appreciate coach bringing up where it's it's not me as and i, I know there are quite a few florida fans who think i'm too optimistic it's not me saying oh billy napier he has nick saban tendencies no, this is another coach, another FBS coach saying, hey, Billy Napier's special. He's got Nick Saban. He reminds me of a young Nick Saban. Brother, if you're not paying attention yet, if you're not bought in yet, buy in. Because now is the time to do that. So thank you again to Coach Poji for taking the time to, to talk with us and, and give us his time of day. Thanks for making Locked on Gators. So thank you for taking time to listen and 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 join in here. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and for your regular listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow post-game. We're, we're still going live after the game. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I'll see you all tomorrow.